Jersey Judah Red Pill Party Podcast didn't get a chance to hit the sound effect because my phone's been acting fucking retarded, but it is what it is, man. Once again, I am back. Jersey Judah Red Pill Party Podcast. Yes. Yes. Fuck it. Where's the horns? Fuck it. It is Wednesday. It is the 26th of January, and it's another night, <coughs> another episode, another blunt being put into the air. I'm trying to make sure I don't cough as much or get all of the smoking out of the way while I can. But I have a lot of things. Well, not really a lot of things. This is going to be a pretty casual episode. It's actually 7.50, which means I'm going to be pretty much, I'm going to be doing no more than a two-hour podcast then again, it is 7.50, maybe two hour and 10 minutes. I don't want to be doing this longer than 10 because I need to punch out and get the fuck out of here at 10.15. And yes, I'm at the job as always. Finished everything I needed to do. Took my time, which is the reason why I'm starting a little late. I figure if I don't have too much to address, I'll just record later because either way, a lot of people will not be getting the episode until maybe... In this case, 10, 30, 11. Sometimes I just, I'll just wait until the next day. Giving more opportunities for the listeners, the listeners to, you know, see the notification or see the status, this episode's up, etc. But, you know, we're going to be talking about a lot of things. Five ways not to be used. This is actually, I've actually jacked this personally from YouTube. It was a comment on, I believe, a Steph is Cold video, and it's the guy is called Ice Cold JT, Ice Cold JT, and he has his uh, five ways not to be used. We'll talk about that, elaborate on that. We also have uh, some videos to respond to, uh, Infinite Colors and Best of Compilations. Those are YouTube channels that you guys should subscribe to. Um... I think the Infinite Colors video is a woman exposing, you know, the nature of women, or more or less the nature of attractive women. I should say that. 
Then with the Best of Compilations channel, it is a She Belongs to the Streets compilation. So that's going to be enjoyable to go through. <coughs> but other than that, man, we're just going to be shooting the shit. There are some things that I want to mention. And I've been... I've been dabbling with a lot of different uh, content creators. Like I'm not, I'm not like a guy who's like, oh, I'm Team MGTOW or I'm Team Red Pill, etc. Even though this is the Red Pill party, I acknowledge MGTOW because MGTOW are just as Red Pill aware as the guys who are in the dating scene. In fact, the reason why they're not in the dating scene was would actually give you indications that they're more aware than the average guys in the dating market. But there's some. Just some things I want to point out. Like I've been, I've been listening to guys like let's say Kevin Samuels, for example. Now Kevin Samuels is like polarized. Whether if you're a guy, you you like him, you think about what he says as being insightful, or you may just think he's a fuckboy, or you may just have the same shaming language as these women and say that he's gay and he doesn't know about women. There was an interview he had with a female. I was able to catch the video today, but it could have been out for maybe a couple days now. There's some people who I'm like on top of, Paul, uh, Paul's, no homo, I should say. But there's a lot of content that I'm on top of. So like if something premieres or if somebody uploads something, I'll always save it for later. Or I'll keep it saved on my playlist for the next day when I have to go to work. A lot of these people I listen to. So... Kevin Samuels had this uh, interview, or not even an interview. He had this this chick. I don't know what he calls them, like consult consultations that he does online, whatever. So a lot of these desperate women, and let's just be real, a lot of these desperate women come on to the Kevin Samuels platform, <coughs> and they really believe that this nigga is stupid or he doesn't understand. A woman had the nerve to say. A female, out of her mouth, a black woman, had the audacity to tell uh, Kevin Samuels, right, that the only thing, the only reason why these men are dealing with these women is because of their money. I'm going to say that again. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put on another organ. Fuck that. I don't like that shit anymore. I might delete that. Um, this bitch had the nerve to say to, to Kevin Samuels that men are only going after women for money. Now, we all know that's bullshit. In fact, we know that a majority of women only look at certain guys or only get with certain guys because of money. But she had the nerve to say that guys only want women because of their money. Now, let me go over a few things. So I have some statistics written down and going along with what Kevin Samuel had pointed out. The average black woman makes 37000 a year. The average black woman makes 
$37, the $37K a year. 74% of black women make less than 50000 a year. 80% of black women or 80% of black children are raised in a single mother household. Now, why am I, why am I bringing these things up for? All right. We all know that regardless of what position a woman gets in with a child, there will always be the government to be there for. <coughs> but let's just say this country was truly unfair and was truly inconsiderate when it came to women. If they cut those government programs off, these bitches will be out here in the streets. <coughs> and these women know that. They understand it. So to say that you're being treated poorly or you're being treated unfair because God forbid you have to get up and work for a living like every other man. Don't be upset. Don't be upset. Because it's funny to see the women sort of get the same criticism that men typically get because they're not able to handle that. You understand? Men, we're used to, men, we should be used to criticism. And our biggest critic should be the one that looks back at you in the mirror. I always say that. And I believe it. If I know that what I am doing is affecting certain people around me in a negative way, I must come to that conclusion. Sure, the people around me can say that, but when you deal with women, you're dealing with women that's not used to dealing with too much criticism. They're used to, they're used to dishing out the criticism, but they're not used to receiving it. So they become very problematic, very confrontational when you're just trying to be direct. This is something that these women talk about wanting a real this, a real that. And it it also brings back this belief that, see, a woman, like I said, 37000 a year, the average black woman, she expects a guy to make over 70000 more than what she makes. On top of what, on top of what she has, she expects a man to make that plus 70 plus thousand dollars high value hundred thousand plus per year remember hundred to hundred fifty thousand dollars a year higher right that's the high value man that these women always want but guess what these women are just they're they're incapable of finding that man so it becomes a fantasy something that she can continuously talk about, well, I wish a man was like this. I wish a man like that. But these women can wish on a fucking wishing well. They're not going to receive it because they don't have, they don't have the beauty. They don't have any form of traditionalism to look for a traditional man. So every time these sluts and these whorehounds talk about getting this type of guy, getting that type of guy with this type of value, with that type of values and this type of standards, these bitches have no self-respect. So how can she expect a man to respect her? These women have zero self-respect. And see, I don't want to hear... You always, you'll always hear these type of broads like, 
they'll come out here and they'll talk about, well, this is this is how I make my money. This is how I put food on food on the table and how I keep a roof over my head. Okay. Now, if a woman is just 100 with that, I can respect it. I don't have to accept it. Sure, I can respect the honesty. Well, wow, at least this person was being 100. At least, at least this person was being genuine. Most of these bitches, they know how, they know how to masquerade things, including themselves. That's where all of the makeup comes in, covering up the blemishes and all of the flaws that she has facially, right? Knowing that all of those things are cosmetic, literally cosmetic, these things have to be wiped off. And when you look into the mirror, you see who you truly are. The red pill for me is similar in that sense within the Sigma males, the, the Sigma male mindset and more of the lone wolf mindset. Where once I was by myself, I had to deal with the problems that I had because I was the only critic. I'm the only person who's going to say, damn, I need to really fucking stop doing this. Or I need to stop dealing with these people. Or I need to do more productive things on my own. And that's what came up from those times by myself. A lot of guys would have put a fucking bullet in their head. They would have ate a bullet. And I'm not even trying to make that funny. I'm not trying to make it comical, but it's the truth. A lot of these guys can't stomach and can't handle the harsh realities today. They can't handle it. Especially those black pill dudes who, like I said before, similar to females, instead of looking for the problem and the source of the issue within self, they will point the finger at the world around them. The world doesn't run on emotions. The world just is. The world doesn't have compassion. The world just is. And when I talk about the world, I mean the materialism. I mean the things, I mean the things that you can honestly live without, but certain women crave it anyway. And they'll do whatever it takes to obtain those things, including putting themselves on this network. They're willing to do anything and everything to get income, to get the bag, right? And I've already pointed out these so-called fake uh, material, uh, materialistic independent women who talk about they're getting money off of OnlyFans and they're doing it themselves. They get in the bag themselves. You're not stupid. You're not getting the bag yourself. You are just sponsored by a group of beta males who are desperate enough to pay you. Sit down somewhere with that. Cut it out. You know what I mean? Or as Michael Jordan would say. Stop it. Get some help. Sit the fuck down somewhere. But see, like I said before, like, it's so difficult to be a man with this thought, knowing that there's so many other men who have the same thoughts that I have, but they're just not man enough to admit it. They're not... It's not even about masculinity when I say man enough. It's just they're not intelligent and they're not thought provoking enough. They're not free thinking enough to really speak up about it because it's always a group of guys trying to pedestal. They're just they're just pedestalizing vagina. 
you catch these goofy ass Negroes out here. And see, I try to I try to remain neutral in all of this shit. I really do. That's why I don't really I don't consider myself black manosphere. I'm just a black man within the manosphere. In fact, I got my own little branch. I got my own little network. The Red Pill Party. That's my podcast. I got my own channel, New Age Traditionalism, which, by the way, brief note, I was able to finally upload the Manosphere Monday, the War Within episode on the New Age Traditionalism channel. So I would urge and ask you guys, if you guys are currently listening now, go on YouTube, check out the New Age Traditionalism channel, subscribe to it. And, you know, hopefully, depending on how things are going, which for me personally, things are going fine. The podcast, in my opinion, is doing better than I've ever uh, been putting time and effort into a podcast. And pretty much talking to a fucking phone, hoping that, <clears throat> hoping to reach hundreds, if not thousands of men. And who knows, women as well, who's willing to understand the shit that I'm talking about. But, you know. It's 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 fucked up when on one end of the spectrum, you have guys who are coming to the realization of the nature of women, the fact that they need to better themselves in order to be a better self and all this other things. And on the other end, you have women that are just being told, hey, you can sleep around, live your best life, have unprotected sex because, hey, if you get it pregnant, you can get it aborted. <clears throat> No shame. In fact, we celebrate it. So women get, women are are essentially told bundles of lies. They're just centered. It's centered in their favor, though. These are lies that are open lies. You know, glorifying the fact that you're a whore and you're a slut. That's that's toxic femininity at its finest. That would be like worldwide. Worldwide uh, Pimping Association, the WWPA, bitch. The WWPA, the Worldwide Pimping Association, is hosting a tour where they're just walking the streets in pimp outfits, telling little kids to smack bitches in the ass and own bitches as property. It's the same equivalent, but it's worse. Because the women who are told, hey, be, be comfortable with who you are and be sexually liberated... It's not going to hit the men as much. We're just going to be like, okay, this is something that we knew bitches were doing. It's going to hit the women, the young women, the young teen women who beforehand may have had a loving mother and father that was teaching her the values of being a productive woman and a possible mother. Instead, she's being told by the feminazis Live your best life. Don't worry about men until you're 30. You can get married later on. You can you can freeze your eggs. You can have you can have kids later on down the line. But what they're not telling you is by the time you reach that age, and if and if you're out here, if you if you sport fucked over, let's say 50 men, let's just say, let's just give a, a random number, right? Now she sport fucked <clears throat> 50 men. And let's just say the past five years. 
And what do I mean by sport fucking? Well, it's a woman in the same way that a guy would look at a woman where it's like, all right, this woman is eye candy. All right, now she's with me, so she's arm candy. But now is she really mine? Right? Does she become mind candy or is it just eye candy? Is it just arm candy? Is she is she worthy of a long-term deal or she's just strictly temporary? And I believe that it would be more respectful, but at the same time, too realistic if someone would just say that right away. But women, like I said before, with the whole chameleon the whole chameleon way of thinking, she can try or she can, in fact, make herself appear to be something that she isn't beyond the makeup that she uses every day. That facade or that cover up is the cover up of her promiscuity, the cover up of her mistakes, the cover up of her bodies. Perfect. Yes, the cover ups. But, you know, it's just another day for me. I think we're just going to get into these videos. We're going to go over the brief list, maybe at the end. We're not going to try to make this a long episode. I've said, I've said this before. But if I get into the spirit, which I probably will, it may go a little bit longer. So without further ado, let's go to my Red Pill playlist. She Belongs to the Streets compilation, 13 Minutes. Uh, you have a bitch exposing her secrets. I believe that is the Infinite Colors video. Shout out to Infinite Colors, a subscriber that I just came across of recently. Uh, and we have the top three reasons to never approach attractive women. I think that's CGA. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams. That's a 10-minute clip. The secrets of the bitch exposing herself is 7 minutes and 11 seconds. And she belongs to the streets, 13 minutes, well, estimated 14 minutes. So without further ado, let's jump right in. All right, now, now what, what you say? I ain't, I ain't gonna show your face. What you say you did? I wasn't in college, but the other dudes were in college, and it was 20 of them in the room, and they were all from the Bahamas, from the same location. And I fucked every last one of them. You fucked 20 dudes? Yes. All you saw, yes, all you saw at one time? Yeah, at one time. I Okay, so so did you nut like a lot of time or, did, or like it was? I was dudes. on my back, I was on my knees, I was standing okay. up, and then I had some sort of sexual encounter with a woman. Okay. And it was all the ass smacking around. It was one up. Now we're gonna play that again, gentlemen. But I want you to understand that today. Shame and guilt doesn't exist within modern women. <clears throat> Shame and guilt, and most importantly, self-accountability. These things are something that you will rarely come across with modern-day women. So as this woman is just talking about this, she's talking about it in a way that's so casual. Like, yeah, I fucked 20 guys. Yeah, sure. Just me. Yeah, I was the only woman. Yeah, I got smutted out by 20 men. And this will be the same woman that will later on go, why aren't men interested in me? Why don't men want to be with me? 
Why am I able to find a good man? Why am I not able to secure a quality husband in the way that I secure the bag? That is sport fucking, gentlemen. That is sport fucking at its lowest. Now, let me give you an example of high class sport fucking. The Instagram thoughts, high level Instagram thoughts, your Britney Renner's. Um, certain basketball players' wives were uh, sport fucking. That's how they got their way into the household and with the man that she's with. Essentially meaning that she dolls herself up, she looks a certain way, acts another way to get the quality husband that she finds, the desirable high-quality man, or a high-value man, I should say. Now, these women are high value themselves. They present themselves in a fashion that makes them high quality. But these so-called high quality um, options, Brittany Renner is an attractive woman. In fact, if she wasn't talking the shit that she was talking and she actually knew how to, pro pro how to be productive instead of talking about hoeing and being the so-called uh, voice of the women. See, this is the reason why we're in the situation we're in. Fuck it. Where's the alarm? Fuck it. Y'all need to hear this shit. The prophecy is true. The prophecy is true. Y'all need to hear this shit. Once women like Cardi B becomes women of, woman of the year, I believe it was 2020, or a woman like... What bitch was I just... Brittany Renner. She considers herself the voice or inspiration to women coming up. Just think about that. A woman who's literally sport fucking her way to the top is a role model to women coming up. We are in some serious trouble. And it's worse for these younger guys. These younger guys come up. They don't know any fucking better. They come across these whores. They come across these type of whorehounds. Website. Worldwide web whorehounds. Who are out here doing this and that. And these guys don't have a clue what these women are about. Until it's too late. She out here sperm jacking you. You guys just get done fucking. She's looking through the, the garbage. She's looking through the garbage bin looking for the fucking condom. Wasted. <laughs> Wasted. Tango down. Wasted. All because just like just like what I talk about when it comes to most men. A lot of us are just so naive to female nature. We are naive to a point where it's almost culture shock when you find out these bitches are just non-productive thoughts. These are the women, everyday women, who, who could easily be run down on by multiple men. But we're going to listen to this shit again, man. All right, now, now what, what you say? I ain't, ain't going to show your face. What you say you did? I wasn't 
in college, but the other dudes were in college, and it was 20 of them in the room, and they were from the Bahamas, from the same location, and I fucked every last one of them. You fucked 20 dudes? Yes. At one time? Yeah, at one time, I fucked a guy. Okay, so so did you nut like a lot of time or, did, or like it was? I was on my back, I was on my knees, I was standing up, and then I had some sitting down, and I was bouncing my ass like while my back was turned. I rolled, you know, got on top, bounced up and down. Uh, it was all the ass smacking around. It was one ugly ass dude that tried to come in, and he thought that he was because he got butt ass naked. And I said, "Church, get out the room. You cannot be in here. No." But everybody else. New documentary. And guess, what, and guess what the thing? Even a woman, right? Let me turn this fucking hair off. Like, what the fuck? Even a woman who is essentially getting plowed by 20 guys, even a smut who is getting ran down on by 20 men it's from the Bahamas, the islands, 20 Badman running down on this bitch, right? Dreadlocks shaking everywhere, looking like a fucking Rick James concert. Dreads shaking everywhere, looking like a Chief Keef. Looking like a Chief Keef video, bitch. Dreads swinging everywhere, looking like a Cool Runnings movie set, bitch. Dreads swinging everywhere, bitch. Looking like a Shabba Ranks, looking like a Shabba Ranks video, bitch. Dance hall. This bitch was just hopping on disco sticks like a dance hall, bitch. Doing the dirty wine on on twenty dicks. See this this is why niggas like me exist, and I'm I'm very blessed and grateful that God made me the way that I am, because I'm going to saute and roast the shit out of this bitch, because like I said, even a even a whore, right, who just fucks twenty men. Even she's selective and say, nah, that nigga can't fuck. He can't. He's too ugly. That's crazy, bro. You got to really, you got to really think about how a lot of these women live. Like, shit is crazy. A lot of people got something to say about the fact that I got six kids with six different men. So I'm just going to tell y'all why it is better to do it this way. If I had six kids with all the same dude, I get 34% of his income, which is only six eighty a month. If I got six kids with six different dudes, I get 17% from each one of them, which is 340 a month from each one. $340 a month times six baby daddies is $2,040. So why don't you have six baby daddies? <laughs> and here we go. Hood booger, baby mama logic. Baby mama terrorism one-on-one. -on -one. These women are just taught to have no remorse. Okay? So remember, no regrets, no remorse, no self-accountability. These, these women know or they've learned either throughout their family that's a hood booger so she got a mom probably she probably she probably got six fucking siblings her damn self and she was told the same thing by her hood booger fucking mother that isn't shit either nine times out of ten that the baby father or the father is is gone m.i.a you know what i mean locked up incarcerated 
So the child is being raised pretty much. Any child is raised 50%. I hate to say that. I was raised essentially 50%. My stepdad at that time growing up, he provided me a lot of uh, information and guidance when it came to the value of a dollar. The fact that you have to work in order to make money. And sure, you can take the easy route out, but those easy routes come with consequences and repercussions. And what I realized was growing up, one parent household, single mother household, my mom, I only remember my mom having like two boyfriends. <clears throat> and they were cool. Not even two boyfriends, no. One boyfriend, a stepdad, and then my dad. You know what I'm saying? But I was raised 50%. I was told the feminine nature, how to be presentable and feminine to women and how to be caring and kind to women because a woman can't tell you how to be a man. See, that's what these selfish-ass bitches don't realize. They're not raising productive men. They're raising beta male sissies. And it's a cycle that continues to... It's, it's a cycle that continues to happen because... What happens when you raise a weak-minded man? He thinks. He acts. He socializes. He even criticizes like a female. That's what happens. Men raised in a single mother household, they tend to be more emotional. They tend to be passive aggressive in the same nature that women are passive aggressive. Unless you're dealing with a straight up hood booger, a bitch ain't going to really, she's not going to criticize you directly. She has a very passive way of doing so. Certain women are just, they're, they're very good at getting under a man's skin. Then you just got a lot of women that just are good at getting under a man's sheets. <laughs> <laughs> then you got those type of women, you know. Well, let's get back to it, man. I started my day off with some Starbucks. I got the strawberry refresher and a bacon, egg, and cheese gouda. It's my absolute fave. Then I went grocery shopping. I just grabbed a few things to last like two days. I'll probably go grocery shopping again tomorrow. When I got home, I grabbed some wine and I headed over to my workspace. I'm working on this project and it's turning out really, really great. So I'm really excited. My friend came over and we actually switched phones and like matched for each other on BLK. So that was really, really fun. Um, I let my cat and I love them so much. This one right here is my oldest, and that one is my youngest. I <laughs> Yo, my nigga, look, when you in the game, or when you've been in the game, or when you just been in relationships, or when you just interacted with enough women, you kind of figure women out right away. You can tell this bitch is bitter and miserable, but they're able to cover it up so well at the same time. They're able to display everything. She's a cat lady. She lives by herself. She has a best friend that goes on BLK. That's the... I would never go on BLK. Let me just say something real quick. 
And I'm on my fresh and fit shit right now. And I don't even fuck with fresh and fit like that. But they make a lot of good points. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm fair enough to say that when somebody has just no real argument to what they are saying against somebody, even if it's against a group of people that I may not like, if it doesn't make sense, it just doesn't make sense. I'm not going to sit there and participate in the bullshit, especially when you got, I forgot that nigga's name. That red, black, and green nigga that came on there and and said that nigga was a coon, and he was talking about Sambo this and all this other shit. A lot of men, like myself, we not tolerating that. We're not, nope, we're not even doing that. Because now you just calling me out of my character. You know, you can disagree. Like, I'll never go on BLK. I'll never go on BLK because... I don't even look at particular women as a thing of interest anymore. And I know that sounds fucked up. And let me explain. Women are women to me at this point in my life. I'm 33 years old. I'm red pill where I'm not down for the fuckery. I'm not down for the bullshit. If I'm hitting, then let me know I'm hitting because I'm only putting in the effort it takes to hit it. I'm not buying flowers. You know what I mean? I'm not writing notes. I'm not displaying long text messages. I'm not going back and forth on social media or dating app platforms unless there is cheeks that are trying to be slayed. And I will be the facilitator of the cheek slay if that is the case. If not, I'll be quick to tell a bitch to move the fuck on. You haven't found a beta male provider in me. You can get your clout coins somewhere else. Get that shit somewhere else. You're not getting that shit over here. And you got to come and see women. Women don't understand how a lot of men, they just haven't been. See, a lot of guys, they really need to be broken down in order to build themselves up. They need to hit rock bottom. The same logic or the same thing can be said when it comes to drug addicts. A motherfucking drug addict can tell you, oh, I'm going to get better soon. I'm going into rehab soon. I have friends I've dealt with women that that were addicted to drugs, and I tell these women the same thing. I say, listen, I don't give a fuck about the possibility of you getting better. And I don't, you can take that however you want. If you get better, then I'm happy for you. I'll congratulate you. I'll be proud of you. But you just telling me you're going to do something, that doesn't mean shit to me. That's not concrete. That's not solid. That's just based off of thought. You just thought of that. It just sounds nice. That's what women do. They say shit that sounds nice. Niggas like me, I'm saying shit that's direct because a lot of bitches need to hear this shit. See, these niggas and guys like myself, we're not just leaving the dating market because there's just not women available. There are women available, man. I mean, they're not really worth shit. They're not worth anything, but they're out there. Simps, they're going to grovel and hop into any bitch's DMs. Even these... Dry freezer shaped bitches, even these refrigerator shaped bitches, even these arcade, uh, 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 uh bitch, uh, 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 arcade shaped bitch, bitch, fuck out of here, arcade, arcade machine shaped bitch, um, uh, uh, dollar bill chain shaped bitches, fuck out of here, change machine shaped bitches, and these, and all these women, they know, they know that, so even the, like I said before, the five and belows, they can have that same attitude. But at the end of the day, they're going to be like this miserable bitch. We're going to bring her back. 
just so you guys can hear how excited she is. And this is women in a nutshell. Women, for the most part, they're excited about talking about absolutely nothing. They get excited about talking about nothing. I'm talking about valuable information. You feel me? And sometimes I'm excited. In this case, I am. Other times, I'm just ready to get shit through and get an episode out the way. In this case, I got some time, so fuck it. I have a, a, a message, right? This bitch has nothing to offer. She's telling you everything that she has to do throughout the day, which is pretty much similar to everybody else, except we don't feel a need to give a step-by-step, -step, let alone a goddamn fucking Vine video, or not a Vine, a, a, a TikTok, tick, a TikFot video, TikFot Productions. I, wanna, I want men out there, if you guys are listening to the words that I'm saying right now, and this is how I know. This is how I know if I'll have followers later on, if this happens. If somebody out there can create a YouTube channel called Tick Thought Productions. Now, of course, you're going to have to strategize this because thought is going to be something pointed out by a lot of these females. So I'll suggest that instead of a H in thought, you put a hashtag. That way I know. If there's a Tick Thought Productions and you guys are putting out all of these trashy women and you guys are talking about it, I know that there's men out there listening. Tick Thought Productions. Get to it. Make it right now. It's going to make you a lot of fucking um, supporters. It's going to get you a lot of hate, too, but it's going to get you a lot of supporters. Tick Thought Productions. These are dizzy, twerking, malfunctioning, dysfunctional hoes, right? That you'll see on TikTok every fucking day, but it's in one place, and that's a channel on YouTube. Now, of course, niggas ain't gonna last long. <laughs> we're gonna deal with, we're gonna be like fucking Undead Chronic with 14, 15 pages. But I'm getting a little off topic. We're gonna talk about this bitch talking about absolutely nothing, and how excited she is talking about absolutely nothing. You just heard about a bitch... You know, talking about getting gunned down, completely ran down on, um, just <laughs> the pile up got completely piled up by 20 dicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and see this. And look, guys, men, warriors out there, cheek slaying warriors and shout out to the cheek slaying headquarters. All right. And living a life of abundance. Shout out to both channels. Subscribe to both channels. Right. When a bitch gets ran down on by 20 guys, right? At first, I think about how trashy the bitch is, right? Without a doubt, I think about how trashy the woman is, right? And even if the woman is actually attractive, she's still trashy. Nothing changes that. But directly after I think about that, I think about the 20 guys who were around one another. Were they sword fighting? Like... Niggas was just out. Was it like, what the fuck is going on with these niggas? Like, I grew up and I knew like certain niggas in the neighborhood. Like, yeah, we ran down on this bitch. And see, today, when you say run down on somebody, that means, you know, you fucked them up, shot them. You know what I mean? You could have murdered them. You run down on somebody. No, they, that means running a train. You know, running down on somebody is translation for running a train back in the day. And I remember niggas talking about, yeah, it was it was six of us, so we went down. I'm like, yo, so all of y'all was just like swinging? Like, what was y'all doing? Like, you can't make this shit up. 
I'm not interested. I don't care how close I am to a male friend. We can damn near be brothers. I'm not running down on a bitch with my friend. I'm not running on down. I'm not running down on a bitch with anybody. I'm not running trains on bitches. I'll let five, six bitches run a train on me if that's a possibility. Of course, to my liking, these aren't going to be, uh, <laughs> these aren't going to be uh, cow-shaped bitches by any means. We're not going to have any silverback gorillas in my bedroom for sure. But like I said before, when it comes down to desperation of men, there's there's somebody for everybody when it comes to a woman. When it comes to a guy, you know for a fact that is a lie. It's something that is called the Disney theory. It's something that single mothers and women give to their sons and give to random men on a daily basis. It's turning out really, really great. Uh, a month from each one. $340 a month times six baby oh, yeah, daddies yeah, this, is 2004. This, this slut. It's smut. So why don't you have six baby daddies? Smut. I started my day off with some Starbucks. I got the strawberry refresher and a bacon, egg, and cheese gouda. It's my absolute fave. Then I went grocery shopping. I just grabbed a few things to last like two days. I'll probably go grocery shopping again tomorrow. When I got home, I grabbed some wine and I headed over to my workspace. I'm working on this project and it's turning out really, really great. So I'm really excited. My friend came over and we actually switched phones and like matched for each other on BLK. So that was really, really fun. Um, um, I let my cats in. I love them so much. This one right here is my oldest, and that one is my youngest. I then prepped dinner. My man said that he wanted pasta tonight, and while he was at work, I went on a date. The restaurant was really, really nice. Great conversation, and the food was delicious, so I really did have a nice time. When I got back home, I finished up that pasta that I was working on earlier. It was really, really good, um, and I served it to him for dinner. We watched a movie, and then we went to sleep. So, hold up. Did this bitch say she went on a date while with her husband? Or is that like she went on a date with her husband? I'm confused. Either way, this bitch is fat. She's doing nothing but eating. She's talked about eating four, five fucking times in the fucking video. Bitch ate five times that fucking day. What the fuck is going on? I don't even know if that's street meat. That's not really street material. That's fucking a delusional bitch. Well, here's an interesting story. So last night, I went to this swingers club in Atlanta, and like dead ass, like this shit's like no other shit. Like it's dead ass a club that you go and fuck in. Like literally, you go in the club, have drinks. There's just a bunch of dudes walking around in towels, and you can literally just go in a room and go fuck anybody. Like meet strangers and go fuck like that shit is crazy and i went with my boyfriend and my girlfriend and they let me get slayed dead ass shit's crazy hey bitch you had me that's what the modern day woman has to offer you the modern woman is polly so she can have her cake and eat it too you know what i mean these bitches nowadays, they fuck with women, they fuck with men, so they can go back and forth, right? They don't have to just minimalize their interest in just one sex. Well, they can have both, okay? And this, along with other things, especially lesbian relationships, are like the most failed thing 
when it comes to couples. There's like even gay couples last longer. They're they're less two gay men are less likely to to have a domestic dispute. I know this. Two women in a relationship are more likely to have this the, the domestic dispute because they're both women. See, there's not the guy who's going to have some type of self-control or a guy more or less in today's theory not calling the police and not filing charges on a woman. But there's more women that's willing to do that. So imagine two women. They'll both call the police on each other at the same time. Come on now. Let's talk about it. Motherfuckers don't want to hear the truth, man. <laughs> Motherfuckers can't handle this harsh reality. In that she was my baby for seven years. Hold up. I went to Hood booger shit. Hold up. Hood booger alert. Hey bitch. Hold up. And I went with my boyfriend and my oh. fucking whores. We spent so much time together. Hold up, hold up. Other shit. Like it's dead ass a club that you go and fuck. We're gonna go back to like, this smut. Literally you go in the club, have drinks. There's just a bunch of dudes walking around in towels and he can literally just go in a room and go fuck anybody. Like meet strangers and go fuck. Like that shit is crazy. And I went with my boyfriend and my girlfriend and they let me get slayed. Did I? Boyfriend and girlfriend. And let her get slayed. She's so proud to say that. You notice with these fucking sluts and these whores that pop up on just the world wide web. We we sit back as men and we we almost believe that this shit is a joke. We we almost hope it's a joke because it's so sad that a bitch would get fucked by 20 guys and actually talk about it openly and honestly. Like it was a good time. Hey, fuck it. Only live once, right? These fucking smuts are unreal. This shit's crazy. Smuts. Hey, bitch! You had me thinking that she was my baby for seven years. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh. And I feel like you're making jokes about this whole situation when this is serious. I'm so hurt right now. I can't believe you would do this to me. I was there when she lost her first tooth. I help her with her homework. Mm -hmm. We spent so much time together. Yep. And you still lying on his phone? Listen, sir, these bitches don't give a fuck about you. They need you as a stepdaddy, sir. They needed you as a, she needed you as a stepdaddy. She didn't give a fuck about you. Of course she went and slept around on you, made you think you were the father. You were gullible enough and you were dumb enough to play the role. That's just the truth. That's just the fucking facts. And as guys like this, this, these are the same men who say, well, you know, the red pill is just all theory and this shit isn't true. And women aren't like that. And not all women are like that. And women are sugar and spice and I'm going to do what it takes to protect my lady. Fuck all that goofy shit. If you're not living in the now, you, you're going to be fucked. I feel sorry for the guys who are actually raised to be decent men. Because technically, I was raised to be a thug. I was raised to be everything to go against what I was becoming, which I knew it. But I wasn't willing to take that route and throw my life away. So I just did what the fuck I wanted to do. And, and God willing, the results 
where I, I could be a whole lot worse right now. You know what I mean? I'm doing I'm doing a lot better than a lot of people. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that to brag. Cause I've been in I've been in more positions where I ain't have shit. <laughs> I've been in more positions where I ain't have anything. But all those things being said, a lot of niggas ain't ready for this truth, man. These guys who are being fucking used and abused and being manipulated blatantly, purposely, and with ill intentions by a lot of these modern women who come in the door, in this day and age, they come in the door as single mothers. If you're not willing to deal with single mothers, then you, you pretty much damn near halfway out of the idea of the dating market. You might as well just choose two days a week where you just go out there and look for whores. Look for bitches. You're not gonna if you're gonna find and see that's the thing, even the younger women, they've been single mothers. So the guys who are trying to start families, they're thinking they're thinking logically, right? They wanna they wanna start families, they have the money, they have the income, they have all these things to make things happen. And they're they're looking into a fucking cesspool of whores. Whores who don't got shit to offer, but used up as vag. And that's just the fucking truth. DNA test came back and said, I am not the father. I can't believe you would do something like this to me. <laughs> All right. All right. You know something? You know something? You wrong. You so wrong for misleading me like that for all these years. I'm so hurt right now, but it's cool. You want to take everything as a joke? Karma is going to come back to you. So you got to stop. And you women out there, you whores, because I'm, 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 I'm tearing up these beta male providers, the beta buck, the beta buck care bears. I'm tearing their asses up too, but now it's time for you whores to understand something. So you're going to come across that right guy who where you can manipulate and play all the games you want, right? You're going to come across that that right guy, that one guy who's not going to tolerate that shit. And I'm not promoting any violence. I'm not encouraging this. But this is what happens when you just look at men as resources and values or as stepdaddies. See, these women objectified men way more than we objectify them. In fact, most men are objectified for the lack of what they have to a lot of these bitches' unrealistic standards and expectations. Let's talk about it. Now I'm getting fired up. Now I'm getting fired up. Because me just, like, just think about, as a man, you being in that position. Where you come across a woman that you think is the, the best thing that ever came across in your life, right? You have the one-itis. You, I can tell this guy lives in the blue pill matrix. Hopefully he stepped his ass right on out. Hopefully he consumed some red pills and hopefully he's doing a lot better for himself. And staying away from that wicked ass bitch. But see, these women, they target the weaker men. They don't target, they, they target what they can, can manipulate. That's why they try to manipulate the alphas and they just get sport fucked. And then they just go around going on OnlyFans doing what they can for spare change and clout coins. Right? But these guys, these like weak-minded men, 
who's been constantly told to do everything nice for women and women will appreciate it. And they're constantly being proven wrong. <laughs> their beliefs is all bullshit because the people that have told them that have been bullshitting them their entire lives. Those guys aren't going to really take the manipulation kindly. See, guys like me, Sigma males, shout out to Anthony Spade, the Sigma males out there, we're used to doing things on our own. We're used to living alone, doing a lot of our favorite activities alone. When it comes to socializing, we have a selective people we socialize with, but we're used to being alone. So we easily walk away from a bitch. Easily. But the point I'm making is a lot of these guys who are just giving blue pill bullshit. They're pretty much being told. They're pretty much being taught by the women they're attracted to to be simps because you get to spend time with me. But you're not getting real energy. You're not getting that genuine attraction from that woman. But she can manipulate. And like I said before, she can masquerade and cover herself up to pertain or to position herself to be something that she isn't. This is where the prize theory comes in. And we're going to talk about that a little later when we get through this. What are you doing? I'm recording you. I see that. Did you put her to sleep? Yeah, I did. You did? Good. She has such a great birthday. She did. Oh, this is a good such one. This is a good one. Thank you. I'm not gifts either. This is a good one. A gift for me? This is the old one. Let's open this up. Ooh, it feels kind of thick, okay? Hold on, it may be. So I want to give you guys just a brief analysis of what's happening. You know, the guy turns on his phone, gives her a present. It's a huge bag. In the bag is one bottle of alcohol. I forgot what it's called. Some Guinea shit. Sound like some Italian shit. Real fancy, real bougie. For a bougie and bad type of woman. Now, if you see this woman, I've seen this clip maybe four years ago. Beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. Black, beautiful woman, right? 
She's an eight nine. I'm not gonna front. I'm not gonna lie. We're not simping too hard on here, but I'm just giving credit where credit is due. And so he gives her this gift, and it's wrapped in all of these things, and it's in an envelope. So now she's about to open up and find out what's going on. Now keep in mind, she opened like four to five boxes slash envelopes to get to this item. Keep that in mind. Maybe. This better be a ticket to Dubai for two weeks mm -hmm. straight mm -hmm. round trip. Yeah, go ahead. You know I've been wanting to go to Dubai. Yeah. Oh, Dubai. She wanna to go to Dubai. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Foul. Foul. She wanna to go to Dubai. You know them stories about them bitches, them bad bitches from Instagram, they get them tickets to Dubai. They let them niggas shit on them bitches. Them bitches be getting shit on, getting pissed and shit on for profit. I'm telling you, these bitches are funky. <laughs> funky. <laughs> them bitches is getting shit on, getting shat on, pissed on, jizzed on in one sitting in Dubai right now. This is the bad bitch. She wants to go to Dubai, okay? <laughs> We're an hour and one minute in. Let me stop bullshitting, go back into the grand finale. What is this? Huh? You know what it is? Huh? Huh? I just want you to know that I know. Huh? Nevaeh is not mine. <laughs> She's Why not my you... daughter. Why did you do this tonight out of one night? Why? Because I wanted you to know that I know Nevaeh mm. is not mine. Huh? I've had doubts. So I went that DNA test. Nevaeh <laughs> is not mine. She's not my daughter. Not my daughter. Woo! Why did you do this? Spicy. Spicy. She loves you though. Spicy. She's not my daughter. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. Yeah, she got hit with that hot, that hot lead. Cause see you women, man. You know, it's funny where a lot of men get positioned in that circumstance or in that situation of being the villain and being, you know, this monster and being this terrible man. But a lot of you women, y'all do some very, very sneaky, hateful, hurtful shit. Y'all have secrets. Y'all have bodies on top of bodies. Y'all got more bodies than the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Bodies on top of bodies. But when all these things come to surface, you try to play the victim. Why do this now? Why do this tonight? Bitch, you got me taking care of a child that you know wasn't mine? You literally took my kindness for weakness? You literally made me the fool for this many years to take care of a child that's not mine? Okay, bet. Now I got the camera running. Now you got the paperwork. Now it's your turn. Let's get it. Why would you do this? Why would you cheat? I didn't cheat. Why would you cheat on me? I didn't. That's proof right there. DNA test. Nevaeh is not my daughter. But babe, really? Out of all days, you had three years to give this to me. Now you want to give this to me? All right. Three, what? Nevaeh, that's oh the end of the month God. to get out of my house. That's right. I'm not kidding. But you your and your daughter have to the end of the month to get out of my house. <laughs> you cold blooded. That's how you gotta do it. You gotta put all that 
emotions and shit to the side. Especially us men, because you realize that the past three years, she didn't put your emotions in to anything. She didn't put thought into how you were going to react, how humiliating that is to be taking care of a child that's not yours and you actually believe it, even though he said that he had doubts. It's smart of him doing what he did when he had the chance to. That had to be a covert mission right there. He was cold for that. Shout out to Step is Cold. He was cold for that. But we over here with the Sigma male mindset. You dig? You know, we let the alphas be alphas. And we actually here for the betas. We're here for you men out there, you nice guys. You know what I mean? But from my standpoint and from my stance of the Sigma male mindset, I'm more realistic. Like I said, I talk with I talk with passion. And yeah, I can be uh I can do a lot of things in the matter of satire and for laughs, but a lot of this shit, man, this is happening more and more, right? Because these women are like scorpions. You know, the scorpion and the frog. If you guys don't know about that, look that up. But in a way of being a scorpion, or like a serpent or a snake in a sense. And I like the term serpent and snake because that brings it back to the Garden of Eden and it brings back the corruption of Eve through the serpent, who is rumored to be Lilith, but I don't go that deep into uh, the biblical terminologies and whatnot. Just know that I know. I know the truth. I'm just going to say it like that. But... When it comes back to the serpent and it comes back to that corruption, the representation of the sneaky, got to cut your grass low to know where the snakes are type of thinking. That's my way of looking at things. And I address it in that sense when it comes to the modern women, because <clears throat> let's face it. Dudes who are trying to clap the cheeks, right? Dudes are, dudes are trying to grab these women and make it clap, right? I gotta turn this air down. But it is, it's 25 degrees Fahrenheit, by the way. So I gotta make sure, um, gotta make sure I have some air going on in here. My hands are starting to get numb. <laughs> I just gotta, I just have to say that. My hands, my hands were getting numb. So I had to make sure, all right, good. But like I stated, this goes back to the fact that if you're a guy trying to better yourself and you direct that directly towards women, you are going to be twice as disappointed as a guy who's putting the energy in himself. Because at the very least, he can look into the dating market and realize there's nothing going on, but he also has a work schedule. But he but he also has time to work out. But he also has time to do his physical and more um, introverted hobbies and activities. You can't just focus all your energy on women. And I feel alpha males, in a lot of ways, not all, but alpha males only teach you like two-dimensional game, where it's like, all right, go to the gym, all right, eat better, 
All the things that you as a functioning human being could have done yourself without these people telling you. Just realize that. On top of that, they're giving you mediocre red pills. They're telling you the same shit, kill the innervative, shit you hear all the time. But they'll say it in a better way. Or they'll have a more productive way of, te of telling the story. Or they'll have more emphasis. Or they have more detail. Or some simply funny as fuck and they're entertaining to listen to. I acknowledge all these people, but I feel that sigmas are more realistic where you may have a guy who considers himself an alpha male. If he loses a little bit of attention, he'll go crazy. While a sigma male, he can be, he doesn't prefer to be in the spotlight, but depending on the circumstances, it's not that he opposes it, but he's also just as conscious or even more so productive by himself. Most of the skills are the harsh realities or the lessons that we had to learn is on our own anyway. So I believe for most Sigma males, it's more logical that the, that the progress or that the positive within the trials and tribulations of trying to find a better job or a better career, etc., to sort of take it for what it is and try to grasp as much as, as possible on the way of wherever you're going. And that's kind of been my whole thing throughout three years. Okay. But anyway, we still got to end this fucking, uh, this first video. She belongs to the streets compilation. We're over an hour. Yeah. We're still going to go in this. Let's continue this. Let's try to go through this shit all the way. But if something's said that's out of pocket, I'm going to play a sound effect or I'm just going to address it. It's not my daughter. It's not my daughter, Kim. Yes, it is. The paperwork says it's not my daughter. <laughs> Why would you do this? I am not the father. No. Uh, Stop it. Can we just eliminate. talk? Can we just talk? Do you hear me? Eliminate. Talking about her sucking another nigga dick ain't gonna make me leave. Oh my god. I love that sweet, good mild motherfucker. Do you hear me? Oh my god. I'm not going nowhere. That outside talk don't bother me. I'm right here with her. When she go on the H-E-B, I'm right there with you, boo. <laughs> you go on the Walmart, get some girls, I'm right there with you, boo. Holding hands. I don't give a fuck who dick she suck. Yeah, I seen the video of her sucking on the dick. Okay, y'all seen it to me. See, y'all know it with me. My dick ain't that motherfucking bitch. <laughs> this fucking curtain jerker, clubhouser, jabroni, this rookie, right? This lower card, this low tier simp, this fucking simp lord, the sinister of simping, this fucking cocksucker is talking about his bitch being a complete thought. And see, this is <clears throat> this is supposed to be comical, and it, it it is kind of funny for the entertainment value. I'm glad I'm incorporating this video alone to this episode, but at the same time. This can't be real. This has to be. A, this has to be a fucking joke. Yeah, one is dick. You know what I'm saying? If that what she wanted, that's what she wanted. But she coming home to me. She coming home to me. So all that you stupid, you you motherfucking white. I'm stupid. Take an orgasm for ten seconds. <laughs> so before we probably skip through the rest of that. This guy is a fucking idiot. 
Do you understand what he's pretty much saying? And he broke it down himself, but he never really came to terms with it. He's not only not giving a fuck about this bitch, but he's facilitating home and shelter for a thought. That's like... That's like you, for example, as a man. You're driving through the streets. You're in the East Coast. I'm in the East. Somewhere known. Philadelphia. So you're driving through Philadelphia. I would say New York City, but New York City is like unrealistic to drive through. But <laughs> you're going through Philadelphia and you see a whore out there. She's selling her body for money. You let her in your car. You drive her to your house, right? And you tell her, hey, I can give you a better life. You can continue to be a whore. You can continue to suck tons of dicks. You can be like the bitch in the beginning that was getting 20 sausages placed in her face. You can come back to the house after sucking all of those dicks, right? And continue to live the lifestyle you live just under my protection. And you live freely to be a whore. This is what this guy just said. And yes, he's a fucking class A curtain jerker he's like Dolph Ziggler he's a jobber <laughs> this guy's coming here to sell he's not coming here to to perform he's coming here to take shots he's coming here to be trashed suplex DDT power bomb through a table slapped in the fucking face with a steel chair and thrown off the fucking ropes thrown, thrown over the ropes Royal Rumble style you know what I mean this is the type of guys you have to deal with. These guys are worse than these fucking thoughts. These guys facilitate it and they allow it. They green light their behaviors. What's your name? Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> Fuck me. How do you run the clip? Yeah, I don't know. Wow. She sounded like she she sounded like she was literally being sodomized. So we're gonna we're gonna end that. We're just going to end that. Wow, that was just brutal. Like, jeez. All right. We're going to let this bitch from, what is this fucking channel, man? Infinite Colors. There it is. Infinite Colors. We're going to play a video by Infinite Colors. I said Infinite Colors enough times that if you guys are interested, which you guys should be, if you're listening to me, to check out Infinite Colors on YouTube. But without further ado, let's go. She literally just exposes the psychology of females when dealing with guys and didn't apologize to females for giving out the secrets. All right, so let's, let's listen to her, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all was so mad at me, so I guess I'm going to help y'all out. All right? So if you want the girl to fall in love with you, here's how. Step one. You're gonna go and touch her in like the right places. It's not, um, I'm gonna touch her titties, I'm gonna touch her out, blah, 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 no. You see, you're talking to her, she's chilling, good vibes, and you're just gonna put her hair behind her ear. It's so small, and it's like, oh my god, did he just? <laughs> or like, number two, y'all talking, you're this close, and you look at her in her eyes, and you can kiss her, but you're not going to. You are just gonna have like a little self control. Like she's gonna be like, she's gonna be thinking like, why doesn't he kiss me? Why does he want like? It's the little tiny things that make her fall in love. Or number two, you know, 
You know what's interesting about certain women when it comes to information and insight and like semi um, instructions or semi game when it comes to these women? They're only speaking from their personal experiences. So you have to ask yourself for a woman to come up with this theory. How many men did she have to come across to come across this turn on or to come across this information or to have these experiences? Once again, for women, it may be for guys. It's insightful. But in return, you're not going to necessarily you're not going to necessarily be looked at as high value or high quality yourself in the long run. You're going to text her, like, I'm 20 minutes away, we're going to Target. Just a thought. Or we're going to the gym or whatever. That way, you don't have to spend a dime, and it's super friendly, but it fucks with her mind. It's, does he fuck with me? Does he not? Like, he likes spending time with me, but, like, we're not going on a real date. It's like, what is this? But I guarantee you, she's going to love And number three, say y'all about to go somewhere for real, for real. And she has her makeup. It's evident she got makeup on. You compliment a little thing, like, I like your eyebrows. Or like a lip liner, or is that blush? Is something so small, but it's like he sees me. He sees, cause I know y'all be like, oh, you look better with no makeup. Shut the fuck up. We don't care about that. We did our makeup. We don't need to hear you going. Okay, let me not go on a tangent. Either way, just compliment something. And lastly, this is where the toxic comes in. I know I was doing healthy, I was doing so well, but you know I was toxic in the last video. Okay, okay, okay. Y'all out, club, kickback, whatever. You go tell her, we gonna take one more shot and we out of here. She gonna be like, huh? She gonna have to tell her, let's pass sorry girl, I gotta go. He calling me, he calling me, okay. But when you get to the car, you're playing some good music, like a little something sexy. I Alright, bitch, shut up. <clears throat> bitch, shut the fuck up. Alright, so <clears throat> she's displaying well, see, this is difficult to address because she's not really a representation of everyday women, but she's a representation of modern women because modern women love toxic energy. She'll talk about toxicity on a negative way for her, but she'll also point out the positives when it comes to certain men. Okay, so masculinity, for an example, by the means of feminazis is seen as a bad thing. Except when there's time to put something together or something that needs lifting or something that needs manpower. She's not willing to climb a fucking ladder. She's not willing to do all of this other off the hook type of shit that guys usually do. So she can flick on and off her conditional femininity. See, women like this are teaching you women how to be whores. Now, hopefully you got some fucking sense, but most of you women don't. It's by your behavior and by your actions, and it's never by the way to you, that you actually address things. It's the way those actions of what you talk are carried, and most of the time, you become a walking contradiction. And when you get to come, she gonna be thinking, what's, that, what's the word? And you gonna put the 2K on. You gonna put that game on. You gonna put that game on. She's not gonna know what to do. Like at that point, she's gonna be like, "Yo, you invited me over here and you playing a game. We're not gonna do nothing." At that point, she's begging for it. She wants it. You don't have to do nothing. You're gonna be like, "Oh, if you wanna do something else, we can." But like, she really 
You working part time? She doing a whole motherfucking job out there. Now, all the things she's saying may sound like a little weird or confusing to a lot of dudes and stuff like that. But I always talk about on my channel how women love emotional variety. That's why they don't like these simps. She just literally explained how when a dude does certain things uh, good and not so good. Basically, giving her what she wants and not giving her what she wants. Emotional variety. Women are more attracted to a man that gives her emotional variety. Not that simp stuff. Not a man who's just going to do what she wants all the time. That's boring to her. You know what I'm saying? When you can... But you can give her what she wants, and then sometimes you can push her buttons. For some reason, that does something to them mentally, bro. I don't know why they they like that. That's how they are, but that's just how they are, okay? But watch. Now, to be fair, if you want to play that fucking game as a, as a man today, knowing what you are dealing with, you are signing up for all of the possibilities of complete catastrophe and complete disaster. Now... I respect a lot of these men who talk about these situations, but they don't necessarily talk about it two-sided. These guys will just tell you how to pull bitches, but they won't tell you that the bitches that you are pulling aren't really worth shit and not to put so much time and effort in. And if you're putting time and bettering yourself, make sure that yourself becomes the top priority. Don't put a woman in that category. Don't put women in that category in general and continue to grind and stay on your purpose. See, this is like the red pill, the third dimensional red pill. You know what I'm saying? So if a guy wants to get into dating, I mean, he knows he should know what the fuck he's getting into. Look at the environment around you. Stevie Wonder can fucking sense all of the fucking red flags going on. Ray Charles, God rest his soul, can see all of the fucking red flags going on while he's playing the piano. This shit isn't a fucking game. But you're going to have guys, and this is the thing that's sort of the, uh, the blessing and the curse of the red pill is you have so many different people essentially talking about the same thing, but they don't agree with the way certain things are addressed. Or you got guys that just want to sit around, throw stones, and then hide, and then when someone throws a stone back to them, they telling the goddamn police trying to get the motherfucking operation shut down. You know what I mean? We got to be careful out here. That's all I'm saying. We're going to get back to the video, though. This this really going to probably frustrate you right here. Before I go on, she literally just gave y'all the secrets, guys. Everything I've been saying, she be giving, she just gave y'all the secrets. She said, if you if you take, if you you take have a girl, you say, hey, let's go back to the crib, and she think that you're trying to do something, and you literally just turn on a video game, start playing a video game, she's like, dang, you actually did all this, and then you didn't even want to do it's going to make her fiend for you. And even when she's fiending for you, I would suggest that, that at that moment, don't give her what she wants. Just like, no, I'm good. Unless you're really, really fiending for it, then you give it to her. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's for married folk, I guess. It's for married folk. The one thing I love to do with All right, so, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> I didn't want to do this, but I'm still going to advertise, you know, I'm still going to throw out infinite colors anyway. You know what I mean? But, like, if you having a bitch go into your house, see, look, this is something that a lot of women, a lot of older women can tell. A lot of older women have told their daughters and sons. You don't want a woman in your house, especially in your room, unless you're doing something with her. Because if you do something with her, she was around enough time. She was, she was around 
long enough to where she can't say she was intoxicated. She willingly came in. She willingly participated, etc. And you tell women, they told the these mothers would tell the daughters, you don't go inside. You only go inside a man's house or a man's bedroom for one reason. You feel me? So these traditions stand, in my opinion, today. I'm not going to have a woman in my house or more or less in my room unless something's going down. Because I got one bed. Bitch, I'm not living a luxurious lifestyle. I don't got a lounge couch in my bed. You can't just sit down. You're not going to sit down on my bed. <laughs> you dig? You're not going to just sit down on my bed. Shit, lay down. Be comfortable. I got one of them Tempur-Pedic Johns. Then I'm ready to throw the back out. Then I'm ready to slay. And then allow you to be on your way. But because we live in a toxic society, and I'll point this out on both sides. I know I, if I was in a popular position, I would definitely get criticized what I'm about to say, and I don't give a fuck. For the fact that women... For the fact that women do the promiscuous activities and they're the ones who are getting the the temporary uh, clout and attention for it, their problems, consequences, and repercussions come in the long run. We as men who allow ourselves to be in that toxic position to where, okay, we're just going to manipulate and play games with these bitches, it's, it goes both ways with the toxicity. That's all I'm saying. It's not one thing for me to say, oh, toxic masculinity. No, that's not toxic masculinity. That's just a nigga being a piece of shit. It's nothing masculine about being a piece of shit. Because there's women out here are doing 20 times as much as a so-called toxic male. You feel me? Especially when it comes to sexuality and the hypersexuality within women. And how things are so restricted for men that... Going back to, I guess, the envy that women have towards men, where it's the notch, the notch count, which becomes the body count for women. So the notch count with a guy is how experienced he is. It's not even really the number, it's his experience. And the number is the representation of that. For women, the body count is her interactions. Like, it's one thing if a woman let's say had 10 sexual partners in one year and she was in a relationship with three that can be that can mean a multitude of different things versus a woman who has 15 sexual partners and had no relationships with those men you see what i mean now you add that with the promiscuity of modern women you add that with the bitches who get dicked down by 20 guys in one round well, you're dealing with a couple of combo breakers. And with combo breakers, we can't tolerate that. I'll hit a bitch with a spinning crescent kick, bitch. Get her out of there. Perfect. Get her ass out of there quick. But you don't want to be the guy who... And I'm... You know, I'm not... Do whatever the fuck you want. This is just from my point of view. Right? You don't want to be that guy who learns all of the information and just go out there and just manipulate and use bitches. Now, I know it's easier said than done. I, I just, I ghost and curb bitches. That's not necessarily like manipulating them, but it's allowing them to realize that you are better than them. 
especially these, these old moldy ass holes, right? These old moldy ass women from, from previous years and previous relationships that want to try to ease back in when you starting to profit, you starting to come up. That's when you start, you know, really displaying some venom and letting these bitches know you're not participating with the games and the fuckery. You know what I mean? You're not get, getting back into an old relationship. What the fuck's the point? You know what I mean? You might as well focus more on yourself or just find another hoe. Adios, you fucking skank. Get these bitches up out of here quick. Get them up out of here. Eliminated. Eliminated. We're getting them up out of here. All right? You don't want to be the guy who has this, like, dark game. Unless, then again, fuck that. Who am I to judge? Never mind. Be who the fuck you want to be. But just realize that you, karma goes both ways. You know, people always use karma in a negative sense. But I believe if you do, if you do things positive, then positive things will naturally come along the way. Even if it doesn't come right away, it comes long term. Just like if you do negative shit. People believe that you can control karma. Like something bad is going to instantly happen to you for what you did. Regardless of how bad it is. And the thing is, life doesn't work that way. Right? Life just is. The world just is. You have to tell women sometimes. And I had to tell, I had to tell women on numerous occasions. A lot of exes. Like the world doesn't have emotions. The world just is. You can't expect any and everybody around you to feel sorry about what you're going through because for number one, they don't know about it. And number two, if they did, they had their own shit going through. They have their own problems to deal with. But a lot of these women, like I said, these exes, I just been I just been cutting them in half. Not literally, you know, of course. But I mean like in a sense where they're trying to come back to somebody that they knew. They don't know who I've became. They don't know the type of person that I am today. They don't know I have a zero tolerance for bullshit. Like I said, my New Year's resolution so far has been kicking ass right now. And that's being completely transparent. Because it sounds like something that's so basic, right? Something so simple. But if you think about it, you got to really control it at times. When I podcast, I don't. When I'm at my job, I do. When I'm around children, I do. When I'm, when I'm around my nieces and nephews, I do. When I'm around my parents, I do. You know what I mean? There's, a, as they say, a time and place for everything. But for the most part, when it comes to this information, I'm going to try to be as transparent as possible. I'm not going to really sugarcoat much with y'all. Because I think this is the year for a lot of us men to really gain insight, gain a purpose, and come to a basic understanding when it comes to the nature of women. These women are capable of doing any and everything, but they also have a talent and a way of covering it up. But within the manosphere, it within our space or within my space being the Red Pill Party podcast, it's different. We point out a lot of things that these people try to hide up. We point out a lot of the corruption and a lot of the BS that's taking place with these left-leaning feminazis. 
And it's even worse when it comes to the right because you got all these fucking trad thoughts hoarding it up. But they they use their education and they use their experience as a shield. Well, I'm educated. You're still a hoe. The fuck out of here. I'll take a dumb hoe. A dumb hoe ain't going to talk back. I ain't going to take an educated hoe. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck would you need... That, that's the most idiotic shit ever. A educated hoe, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. An educated hoe. Yes. Yes, an educated hoe. Absolutely. We need those. Get the fuck out of here. But these are the trad thoughts. I didn't understand this term at first. I almost was kind of offended by it because I didn't consider myself traditional, but I considered myself conservative. So because I'm conservative, if there's like a traditionalist who's conservative, I'll probably listen to what he has to say. Now, that being said, the line gets drawn right there. For one, I'm a nigga. I know I'm a nigga. I'm a black man. I'm a black conservative. I'm a hood conservative. Okay. I'm a street conservative. I am a conservative live in the streets from the streets. Okay. I don't live in a gated community. Okay. I don't have a... a, a a bed of roses anywhere around my house. I don't, I don't care about all that. But when it comes down to like the words that you say versus what you do, a lot of these, these, these uh, trad cons are some of the worst guys in the political game because they talk a good game. These are some brilliant speakers. But when you look at their lifestyle or when someone can consider themselves conservative, like a Tommy Lauren one minute, and then go on a video saying that men are boys and men are trash and have the same talking point that a feminazi has on a modern TikTok video or on a modern YouTube uh, uh, compilation that I'll point out later on. <laughs> and people can still say, well, she's conservative, so she can say that. Really? Are you serious? Seriously? Okay. And these other skanks that consider themselves conservatives, making conservatives even more, even more of an embarrassment. I'm not socially, I'm not socially conservative. I'm politically social. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm politically uh, conservative. I used to be socially conservative, but I learned the difference because when you have certain talking points that a opposing viewer doesn't necessarily expect you to have, it throws them off. So I've had these arguments or I've had words or debates with a, a, a white liberal, a white woman who's a liberal and a white man who's a liberal. And believe it or not, the white woman who was a liberal was easier to talk to because I told her who I was, what I represented, and why I represented it. She said, cool, I respect that. That was it. The man, the liberal guy who was like a soy boy in a sense, he wanted to be passive aggressive. So he said things like, oh, I wouldn't expect, you know, too many people around here or too many people like you to be, you know, conservative or think Republican. And so I kind of knew when you deal with liberals, they have a more sneaky way, but it's almost so obvious that you have to be dumb not to point out their racial or even racist uh, hypocrisies when it comes to social matters. So a black person who thinks for himself is like unrealistic to these people. These 
these white liberals can can't stand a black person who thinks for himself. And when I mean think for yourself, I mean you're not the stereotypical black man. You're not the black man that these people are used to pointing out and saying, see, we need to help guys like him. You're somebody who can stand on your own two feet. You never depended on the government. Therefore, you don't need to depend on the government. These are, these are your enemies, man. The government. The government is your enemy. You just don't know it until you get one of these sluts pregnant. You just don't know it until you become a stepdaddy. You don't understand it until that happens. See, we were all told, especially the men, and it's like certain things like support our support our troops, for example. Catchphrases like God bless America or the term made in America or the idea, I should say, to go on a more political or economic level. And I'm going to I'm going to go there tonight. Going from like the made in America mindset. Now, people think made in America. That sounds great. That sounds lovely. But the way you've been voting has been completely opposite. You see, you look at guys like Donald Trump as a villain, but this guy was having products made in America. He was actually making shit happen in the country. Gas prices were a lot lower. I wonder if people recognize that. A lot of things, although people hated him, as much as people hated him, they can't deny the prosperity that the country had before COVID-19. But when COVID-19 hit, we seen something, didn't we? And this is when I really became, I became more of a Trump supporter because I'm not political. And this is a person who's, by definition, not political. He had affiliates. He knew people coming up, I'm sure, in the game. But he wasn't political. He may have had some advisors sit him down and give him game about what he should do and the moves he should make. But um, when it came to a person who's, Back in the shit that he was talking, you got to respect it. You don't got to like it. I just so happen to like it. I admire Donald Trump because this nigga was such an asshole. But everything that he was talking about doing, he was making progress. And shit was really going down. Unlike other presidents who so happened to be African-American and did very little for the fucking country, let alone alone the fucking people. We got to start thinking differently. And if you're going to get into this political game, know what the fuck you're talking about. I get tired of debating people. I've debated. It doesn't matter what race you are. It's just with blacks, you expect us. And I'm talking to non-blacks or the non-black audience. You would expect us to think a certain way because of the majority. But when you have someone who's a free thinker, you don't got a clock. You don't got a cog in the machine. You got a lone wolf. You got a black sheep. You got somebody who's going the opposite direction for a reason, not just to make a statement. But even if I'm making a statement, the statements that I'm making are direct. We're not doing subliminals. We're not doing subliminals going forward. We're going straight from the neck, straight for the juggler, headshots, noodle knocking. We're noodle knocking. Call of Duty head shooting, okay? Because... With the messages that I make versus the next man, there's there's probably not much difference. A lot of people would probably point out the similarities from this guy, from that guy, or 
he talks about information the way that this guy talks about it or he has the delivery of that person. That's that's fine with me. This is the red pill party. You know, my goal, like I said from the beginning, is to get a lot of these men together on one platform and we just fuck around. Bullshit. Everybody got soundboards. Everybody's drawing out horns. Everybody's drawing out sound effects. And motherfuckers is dropping valuable information that can help the youth. There's a way of doing this in a fun manner, and there's a way of doing it that's direct. I've said this from the beginning. I can be very direct if I want to, and I'm still being transparent, but I have a more entertaining I have a more entertaining insight on what I should do or how I should do it. So when I move things to YouTube, it's not going to be too much of a rough transition. It's just I got to watch more about what I say and how I say things. I can still come with that venom. I can still come with that energy. And nevertheless, we're doing the same now. We got 30 minutes because it's 930. Like I said, I got to punch out at 1015. So I don't want to have to scramble. But that's going to be pretty much the situation anyway. I probably won't be able to upload this episode until tomorrow morning, which will be good anyway, because that gives people enough time to check it out on their daily routine. And I'll be doing, I'll probably end up doing the same tomorrow. Hopefully I'll have enough time to actually record and get enough out there. I'm not saying that this was a rushed episode. I'm just saying, you know, I have other things that I need to attend to before I leave. And I kind of took my time tonight because I didn't feel like really rushing through anything. So, you know, we're just taking it easy tonight. You know what I mean? I'm still dropping insight. I'm still dropping knowledge. If you're paying attention, if you're keeping your third eye open or your third ear, (laughs) your third eye and ear open, you'll be able to get the insight. We got one more, uh, another, no, this isn't another one. I'm on the wrong playlist because my phone is fucking retarded, but it's at least charged. We're going to go through the top three reasons. We're going to go through this entirely, plus I have to take a piss anyway. Um, top three reasons to never approach uh, is it high value or high quality women. Shout out to CGA, Coach Greg Adams, Free Agent Lifestyle, and I forgot Coach Greg Adams Live. You can check out those channels, or you can just look up Coach Greg Adams, and I believe his uh, main page has all of his other uh, channels He's one of those three-dimensional guys, a, a person I really res- I really respect, excuse me. Not because of necessarily, because of what he's saying, actually, but also his experience. You know, this is a guy who's been divorced, a guy who's been married, a guy who has two daughters, or I believe a daughter and a son that he's currently raising. He's holding his end of the bargain. He's spitting real valuable shit that a lot of men, regardless of what age you are, can take some type of insight from. And this is what the Red Pill Party is all about. So we're going to play this. We're going to play this clip. We're going to urinate. Then I'll be right back. Let me just tell you something. I'm going to clear this up. You guys are putting it in the chat. And you young man, I want you to listen. Highly attractive women have already been bought and paid for previously before you showed up. Community property. They've already been duck sick. Okay, I, I won't say it. I won't say it. 
I'll just show you, and not all, not not all, but you'll be shocked. You guys are going to be shocked in your life as you grow up, as you grow up and you get a little bit of money in your pocket. You're going to be shocked at the amount of women that will give you access for a couple of dollars when previously when you had none, they wouldn't give you access. That's point number one. And point number two, you're cold approaching a woman that is just finished ducking sick for a stack. All right, let me show you. Hey, sucking dick for a stack. And these are the ugly chicks. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. And, and this is a tough one for you to really get to because, I, you know, Minister Jack, you, you know, my brother, that's my brother. You know, we in agreement, agreement on 98% of things. We disagree on this one. And tricking is a broke man's conversation, right? Rich people don't talk about tricking, all right? Only broke people and brothers, all right? Brothers, you you guys think it's 1980 or, or something like that. High-end women. This is going to be... It's going to break your heart as a man. You young man, listen. High-end women have been bought and paid for and sold for years before you've seen her. For years. They have. I know you don't think so. Even the process of making themselves available to uh, celebrities and basketball players. They've been, I know you don't, I know you don't think so. I know you don't think so. But women who are nines and tens, <laughs> nines and tens, not, not women who believe they're nines and tens. And even those have been sold. Let me show you this story. I'm going to show you the story. You guys don't believe me. I, I I'm, And I'm going off a little bit. So I says, Coach, but Coach, she seems like a very nice girl. I, I've grown up in Orange County. I grew up in Ventura County. I've seen it with my own eyes. I, you guys don't believe me. Let, let me show you this thing right here. Hold on for a second. Um, let me see here. Oh, man. Let me see here. I'm going to pull this up, this story. I want you guys to watch this story. Let me see here. Uh. Now you guys go, you guys are gonna say, well, you know, to, to me she's not attractive or, or whatever. I'm gonna just show you a story. I you guys gotta start actually go watch the go watch this thing on Netflix that I told you to watch. What was the video that I told you to watch? You guys don't get it. Go watch that video on Netflix that I told you to watch. Um oh, that's not what I wanted to share. One of these days I'm gonna share some feet pictures. All right, um, that's what I wanted to share right now. Okay, you guys don't believe me. <laughs> yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, why did I have to come back into that, man? <laughs> yo, shout out to CGA, man. Coach Greg Adams, man. CGA, the feet demon. Coach Greg Adams. Uh, that's Shaquille O'Neal. Ignore that. Okay, right here. Olympian, 
The, oh, the, no, 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 no. The, the, the movie on Netflix that I want you to watch, Hot Girls Wanted, thanks, Slub Down and Dirty Dan. Go watch the video, the movie on Netflix, Hot Girls Wanted. Okay? And go watch these young girls at the age of 18. These girls ain't 18, but for two weeks. And when they're when they turn 18, they run to go get to sell some peace leave to get banged out on camera. They ran down there. They came over from Minnesota, Arkansas, Texas, New Orleans. They ran down there to got filmed on. Okay, let me show you this story right here. It says, Olympian turned Vegas escort, Susie Faber Hamilton. Why I was having SEX for money. I'm not saying all women that are like this. Okay, but if you looked at these stories, these stories with um, the Epsteins and the Weinsteins, these are all women that wanted to be actresses. They traded services, and then later on they came out. Most of them, oh, I was a young model, and I got swept away. I ended up on an island. I ended up on a yacht. <laughs> Here's a woman right here. She left her husband to go turn tricks. Let me see if I can get some audio. She was qualifying for the Olympics. I bore flat upside down Becky. When I was a little girl, I would pretend I was a horse. A horse, all right. <laughs> Let's see where. Oh, this is the whole documentary. You're right. Let me see something here. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this. You guys need to wake up in life. You guys need to wake up. You guys think, oh, I'm gonna just let me see if this is it here runner mm -hmm. in history in college history it is a time of hope and optimism mark and susan as well as madison the sponsorships they thought i could get the olympic gold it is our at the gold Did you try and say okay this time don't then in 1999 tragedy they don't want to show it anyway it's changed quite quickly oh here it is Determined to win in his honor, Susie heads to the Sydney Games. All right, they ain't getting to the point. Anyway, the point is she could not stop to go sell some peace leave. She literally was like, I'm going to go sell some peace leave. So let's just get something straight, guys. And I want you young guys to really get it. And I didn't really get it until I was into my 40s. I didn't get into my into my forties, and I started getting access. Actually, I did. I saw this happening when I was in college because I grew up in college. I went. I was in the San Fernando Valley, which was the P O R N capital of the world. I I went to junior college with girls that were doing amateur prom. Okay, I remember there were two <laughs> girls at my school. Hey, uh, look. <laughs> I, I I should say this: a lot of guys who listen, a lot of guys who are participating in, in gaining valuable information and knowledge from the manosphere. You guys know you come across content creators who have to be creative when it comes to the things they talk about. So let me break it down. Pran is porn. Okay. P sleeve or P sleeve is pussy. Okay. Now you guys know I have to translate it before we go further. They were like, the guys were like, Oh, she does amateur prawn. Um, anyway, stripping, stripping to make it through uh, school, duck sick and four stack, modeling, the modeling industry, video vixens. <laughs> Yo, 
Yo, that's fucking crazy. Duck sicking. Because <laughs> you know you can't say dick sucking. Duck sicking. Listen, man, that's probably the most. That has to be the most creative. <laughs> Listen, yo, duck sicking. Yo, that that's probably the most creative way to uh, use code in history of the manosphere. Duck sinking. <laughs> Y'all think duck sinking. Y'all think highly attractive women who say they're models, and she says she's a model. Then you have the model mayhem days, the sh- women with sugar daddies, sugardaddy.com. <laughs> then you have the Washington Redskins cheerleaders. What do you guys want me to? I'm gonna buy, guys. I tell you the truth here. Cheerleaders. Duck sticking. My nigga. Cheerleaders. That's chorus. We see here. I'm about to really wake you guys up. If we go right here. Redskin cheerleaders were required to escort men to Costa Rica nightclub. Escort men. <laughs> Yo, that's some. That's some Illuminati shit right there, bitch. You in a cult. These bitches... <laughs> these bitches are being sexually trafficked. <laughs> international international sex trafficking via NFL cheerleading. Where's the story? Members of the Washington... said Cheerleaders of the Washington Redskins say a team officials required them to escort sponsors... To a nightclub. Members of the cheerleading squad said officials reportedly crossed the line during the trip to Central America uh, country on a photo shoot. First, the cheerleaders took first they took their passports. Then they told them they were required to be topless for a photo shoot for sponsors and blah, blah, blah. And then some of the cheerleaders were told they had to be personal escorts to sponsors at the nightclub. Bruh. You know they ain't trying to say it without saying it. You know they try. All right. On that note, we'll just stop there, okay? Because we're getting closer to wrapping this up. It's uh, 942 at the moment, and I want to address some things. And it's this whole thing in the manosphere, and I think especially in the red pill, not so much MGTOW. And it's this theory. I'll call it a theory. To approach and to not approach. Oh, you have cold approach. So you just come up to a woman, an attractive woman, a woman that you're attracted to, I hope. Hopefully you're not just trying to pick up anything moving. You're not that desperate as a man. But you come up to a woman that you think is attractive and you shoot your shot, right? Now, some guys will tell you to not do so. Or if you do so, there's there's no real way of approaching a woman. I want I want men to really listen to what I'm saying. Cause see, some women, some women, not all, some women will approach you. Now it may not be the women that you're attracted to, but you'll understand if you are seen as valuable to women or not. If they're quick to, if you're walking into a, if you're walking into a room. 
and a woman sees you and she's quick to come up and socialize with you, then that should tell you if you have that attraction or if you have that type of whatever, charisma, presence, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Most men just go on a hope and a prayer and they'll go up to women, they'll get shot down, etc. And I don't promote it and I don't discourage it. It is whatever the fucking guy chooses to do. Now, if you're choosing to better yourself and you choose, hey, I'm going to go out to the club. I'm going to go to the bar with my boys. Oh, I see a bitch. I'm going to approach. I'm going to spit game, do whatever the fuck you do as a man. That's you. The fuck am I to tell you? And see, that's the problem like where, where the red pill kind of reaches, you know, all right. You're, you're in the red pill, but you're giving dating advice. See where I'm getting at? Like, it's understandable. I put out tons of videos and tons of information connected to dating. I don't I don't use it as advice. I don't tell people what to do when you get like that's not for me. You know, another guy will tell you that. I'm just giving you the information that I'm being told or I'm giving you the articles that I've came across from what is known as valuable sources, a lot of shit that I do from the CDC, um a lot of other fucking websites that I can't fucking remember that are well known that I always mention. You know what I mean? Um, especially when it comes to data and statistics, which I'm going to be doing a lot more of that coming up. But I wanted to end this off with saying whatever you want to approach or whatever, whoever, that's not up to me. That's up to you, sir, as an individual. But if you're putting yourself first and you have a purpose, then you should be very careful of who you're approaching. That's all I'm saying. But we're going to end this off with a comment from YouTube, from a Steph is Cold video, I believe. And the content creator and the commenter is called Ice Cold JT. And he lists five ways to not be used. And we're going to go through these quickly. And I'm going to explain it. One, believe patterns, not apologies. Two, don't fall in love with potential. Three, believe red flags. Four, know your worth. Five, don't lower your standards. Number one, five ways to not be used. Believe patterns, not apologies. Now, how many women can you say as a man you've came across? And really, be honest with yourself. Don't do what women do, which they theoretically make things what they are by their minds and their imagination becomes reality and all this other bullshit. Think realistically. How many women, as a man that you've been with, that have actually apologized for what they've meant, for what they did, and actually meant it? They didn't apologize because they had to. They apologized because they made a mistake and they want to own up for it. Now, if you're a guy who says, well, most of the women I deal with did that, congratulations. You are the anomaly. Most women do not have self-accountability. They will not apologize for their mistakes. They will simply brush past it. So you must believe in her patterns and you must not believe her apologies. If she truly feels bad for what she has done to upset you, she will do the best she can to not do so. If you brush it off and then say whatever, you can't get upset later on when she does the same thing. This can go along with cheating, fellas. If a woman cheats on you, she's made her decision. Unlike you being a man who may cheat because you just want to feel something different or you want to be with somebody different, but you still have emotional attachments to the woman, she cannot do the same. 
And I'm getting tired of women saying that they can do that and still come back to their husbands. Once you, as a woman, allow a man inside of you, that is a different experience than a man who's just simply fucking. Moving on. Don't fall in love with potential. Boy, oh boy. So many men nowadays have lowered their standards to a point where they'll fuck a cripple bitch. No disrespect. They'll fuck a bitch who's the size of a fucking refrigerator, the size of a fucking washing and dryer combo, and, and, and really believe this woman has potential. She's absolutely nothing. Garbage. Nothing to offer. These women have no... Um, no traditional standards, but they expect the, the this traditional man to fall out of the sky. I mean, appear with the cape like Superman to save this scent bitch and give her a better life. Doesn't work like that. Men don't fall in love with potential. Because we as men are told to settle down, it's it's quite funny that women are actually told to go higher up. This is where, coming back to what I've said in the beginning of this episode... The average black woman makes $37,000 a year, right? But she will, she will want a man who makes $70,000 more than what she makes to provide for her so she can sit in her ass and talk about, well, she has a high-value man, right? 74% of black women make less than $50,000. So, and that's close, that's more closer. That's not necessarily where I'm at, but that's closer to where I'm at. Right? I'm closer to that mark. I'll come across an average woman, an average black woman, who expects Clark fucking Clint, Clark Kent to just fly out of the sky and save her for her problems. Me making close to fifty myself, I wouldn't be worth nothing. I have to make fifty thousand more for a bitch who isn't really worth shit at the end of the day, because eighty percent of the black children are under the supervision of these funky bitches. But they expect you to love them for who they are. That's what happens when you fall in love with potential. You fall in love with theory. You fall in love with the thought. You fall in love with the idea of being in a relationship. But you have to understand the type of women that you are getting into relationships with. I don't discourage men from dating. I don't discourage men from relationships. It's just that. My logic and the way that I see things, when you realize the nature of a lot of these women, you'll think twice. You'll probably still do it, but you'll at least think twice, okay? Number four, know your worth. Self-explanatory, you know what I mean? Know your worth. Or as Tommy Lauren says, value, value. So when you come across the woman who actually brings purpose, or you have to have purpose yourself, but if she adds to that purpose, she doesn't become a burden, she doesn't become a problem, then you know what you have to do, hold that shit down, you know what I mean, but most bitches don't really give a fuck anyway, and this is what I wanted to, I mentioned yesterday that I didn't get a chance to bring up until tonight, women typically, women today, modern women, they're riding cocks and coattails to get to where they need, they're riding cock, they're, they're on the cock carousel, and they're riding coattails to get to where they need, this is where the fake independent bitch who, you know, take pictures of their feet, you know what I mean? Take pictures of their body naked. They go on OnlyFans. They say they're independent, this and that. You're getting money from simps. It doesn't count. But they're willing to ride cocks and coattails, ride cocks and coattails for validation. 
Simply put. So when you actually really get into what modern women do, and like I said, that woman who was talking about getting fucked by 20 guys, she wasn't a celebrity. She was nobody important. She was a modern woman who was open and willingly just, just able to talk about her getting ran down by 20 guys for clout, for validation, for attention. Who the fuck knows? We just know that we heard that tonight, okay? Know your fucking worth. Know, know that you are a man at the end of the day. And whatever consequences or repercussions you come across, nobody's going to give a fuck about it. See, a woman, like I said before, women today, they want the finished product. Even if they know that that's thoroughbred, they want to see the finishing touch. They don't want to see, they don't want you while you're at your potential. They want you when you are 100% on your feet. And that displays the materialistic, uh, narcissistic, and really typical way that most women think. So <clears throat> when you know your worth, you realize that you're not able to deal with that type of fuckery. You're able, like I said, in the Sigma lone wolf mindset, you are easily able to just move forward. It, it doesn't even bother you. You just go, all right, there's another one. And just be able to move on. Which leads to number five, the most important one, don't lower your standards. There's a lot of guys who, who they don't have standards. They've lost their standards along the way. Maybe due to bad parenting, no positive male role models, no fathers in the household. So they're willing to settle now with anything walking just to not be alone. A lot of these men are just as bad as women where they can't handle their own company. They'll lose their fucking mind. They actually need people to be productive. They're not productive by themselves. See what I mean? But yeah, man. 9.54, man. I'm getting ready to end this shit. It's very cold. It's still 25 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> I'm still shivering in my vehicle as we speak. We are about two hours and five minutes, as I stated before. Didn't want to go over two hours, but I was able to do so <clears throat> at a reasonable time. So by the time I get home, I can begin the uploading process and being able to share this with the people. Um, <laughs> it's another day. What can I say, man? We went through a good amount. I talk my shit as usual. I don't know what kind of... This would be considered a, a a weirdo women Wednesday, huh? A wild women, wild, <laughs> wild women Wednesday. Because I can't say it's a weird woman because a bitch who's, who's fucking 20 guys, that's not weird. That's wild, right? A bitch who, who makes a guy believe that he's a father of a child that she knows is not his, that's not just weird. That's wild. So this is going to be a wild women Wednesday. Okay. WWW. Wild women Wednesday. <laughs> wild women Wednesday. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Stop bullshitting. On that note, man, and, on the, and, in, and in the meantime and in between time, this has been... Another episode of the Red Pill Party Podcast, and I have been 
honored and grateful to be your host, Jersey Judah. And I'm signing off, man. We're going to let the audience end this shit. I'm going to finish my eight and hit the gate. Catch you guys tomorrow. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.